0: This is The Usable Past, with Marie Nahikian. I've been a community organizer for 40 years, and in 1970, I organized the earliest national conference, which really turned into a national protest over the coming environmental crisis, was a prelude to the very first Earth Day. Today, 2019, almost 2020, we have a new climate emergency. We see organizations like the Extinction Rebellion with a stated aim to carry out as much global-wide civil disobedience as possible as the only way of forcing the government and the governments around the world to make changes in policy. We've seen civil disobedience. And in 1970, we saw some similar organizing strategies. In Brooklyn, we now have subway climate preachers. Because of the climate crisis, my generation has little to no future. So, Laurie Garrett, I have to start our conversation out by saying, okay, you live in Brooklyn. You don't own a car. You're a journalist. You're a writer. You're a scientist. You write about science. You've won a Pulitzer Prize. You wrote the earliest book about the Ebola crisis in 1994. But recently, you took the time out as a a scientist and a writer, to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. And you tweeted that um, there are hundreds of students walking across the Brooklyn Bridge to join Manhattan students and the climate change strike. What did it feel like to see these children walking across the Brooklyn Bridge? (laughs) Well, part of me, I have very mixed feelings about seeing the children marching, and about Greta Thunberg and her statements to the United Nations and various other places, um, my feelings are that I feel tremendous rage and shame that my generation has dumped this crap on them. Floyd Norris was at that conference... In 1970, Floyd was a financial columnist for the New York Times for over 20 years. Welcome, Floyd Norris. Tell us what you remember first about that conference.
1: What I remember was Secretary Hickel, Wally Hickel, who was then Secretary of the Interior, had previously been governor of Alaska. He spoke to this group, and that didn't, today that seems extraordinary. This was a group that was certain to be hostile to the Nixon administration in those days. Of course, the vast majority of them were against the war in Vietnam um, and generally hostile to Nixon. The only thing I remember from Hickel speaking is at some point, somebody asked him about something the Nixon administration had done, and his response was, we didn't do that, the White House did. And the distinction to me, I thought that was, a strange statement because i saw no distinction between the two
0: the chicago uh, conspiracy defendants brought with them the yellow conspiracy and bullshit flags that had been waved at during their trial and the college newspaper editors waved a sea of these yellow flags At Secretary of the Interior Walter Hickel. Mr. Hickel was also confronted by Hopi Indians as he was being escorted out. The elevator door started to close and the Hopi indigenous people were standing there and looked at him and he said no wait I want to hear what they have to say. And they looked at the Secretary of the Interior, which controls the Bureau of Indian Affairs, and said, we want you to know that we're dying.
1: You know, those were, those were very unusual days, although I don't think we understood it at the time.